Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Dead man walking. You've done it now. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome to another episode of the Big Dog's Yard. The yard is open. I'm off my leash. I have to say I am a little excited to be back. Been in a little bit of a hibernation, I guess, this winter. Um, We've had a lot going on in our personal life, my family's life that uh, prevented me from being able to do the show. And I'm hoping that by getting back with you guys today that I can once again regularly bring you thoughts from the dog. We're going to get right into it. Um thought about giving you Bible verses today, but it's really, really not about that today. Today I want to... I wanna, I want to talk about these snow days and super cold days and other reasons that kids get off from school and just some of the stuff that has been kind of going around as you know surrounding that topic. You know, up here in Philadelphia, in the Philadelphia area where I live at, we um, it's been a pretty pretty brutal winter, cold wise. It hasn't. Precipitation hasn't been quite as bad as it was last winter. Those of you who live in this area remember how cold and how snowy it was last winter. And uh, I don't know if we had a lot of snow days last winter as well, you know, when they had to cut into holidays. And so far this winter, I believe Philadelphia School District has only used three snow days, which, if I'm not mistaken, is built into the calendar of 180 school days. They plan for some snow days. I mean, we live in an area where it snows, so you know, I don't, I don't really understand what you know why people. I mean, I've heard some people, you know, well, that's when I'm in school till June, July, but uh, you're in school till June 18th and 19th anyway, and or maybe even the following week. And then if the snow days have been built in, you don't lose any days, so you still get out on time. Um, I don't know what that's all about. I guess the issue for some people is that the call that's made to give the kids a day off from school, but then, you know, based on the weather forecast, but then the storm doesn't live up to expectations, was that a wasted day? Um, First of all, weather forecasts are just that, a forecast. They are predicting. They are guessing. And that's their job. 
I mean, they have computer models and they went to school for it and everything, but they're pretty much guessing, an educated guess nonetheless, but they're still guessing. And based on what they're seeing on their computers and all this, they can say, oh, we're going to get 15 inches of snow. And then God says, nope, because I don't want it to go that far. They're making a prediction based on elements that they see, based on factors that they see in their radar and barometric pressure and all that other stuff. So they're able to make predictions. But then, again, God steps in sometimes and says, "Mm, you can't tell me what I'm going to do. Now, sometimes they're absolutely right and we get what they say. Sometimes they're wrong in that we get less than what they say, and sometimes they're wrong and we get more than what they say. I believe some of us remember that. I believe it was either last winter or maybe the winter before. They all run together when you have to shovel snow. That they predicted, I believe, like three to four inches, and we ended up with like eight, nine inches. It was very, very terrible. Um, So they're predicting. So schools can only go by sometimes what the prediction is. Now, a lot of the snow days have happened because the snow was falling overnight. So that means in the morning when the children are on their way to school, there has already been some hours of precipitation and roads are a little treacherous. Now, even roads that are treated, what people don't understand, it's the the salt and the brine and stuff they put on the roads. It works, but it works. The salt works by cars driving along the road and constantly, you know, spreading the salt around. The salt's just laying there, then it's just going to be in certain spots. You'll see, like, patches of it. You'll see patches of dry surrounded by snow. As cars travel, as traffic travels, the snow, the, the salt gets spread and the snow melts, the ice melts, things like that. If the snow starts overnight and it's now 5, 6 in the morning, when traffic is relatively light, then it's still, the conditions are still dangerous. So school districts have to make a decision what's more important, the safety of our children or, you know, making sure that we don't have to add days to the calendar. Now, as a parent, I understand a couple of things. One, you want your child to be safe. Now, those parents that work, in places where, you know, you can't just take off from work at a moment's notice, I understand you're paying too. I used to work in a position where if school were closed, my job was closed. So my children, my daughter at the time, I only had the, the one. If my daughter had a snow day, I had a snow day for the most part. So I knew I was going to be home. And I know everybody doesn't have that option. And I know it becomes difficult to find child care for a child that you still got to go to work, but their school is closed and you can't necessarily call out from work for whatever reason. You don't have the time, you're still on probation, whatever it is. You're an hourly person. You know, in some places, if you you know you work an hourly job, you call out, you miss a day's pay. That's, you know, your check is hurting. So I understand the frustration, but then I have to then say, what would you do? as a parent, or how would you feel as a parent if your child's school district was not closed and you sent your child out to school and something happened? 
you cannot say you would be okay with it. You would then say they should have closed school after you consulted your attorney and was prepared to sue the school district. Just a few weeks ago, maybe even I believe a month ago, down in Virginia, some school districts in Virginia caught, you know, they caught some hell because they didn't close school soon enough and several school buses were in accidents on the way home. They, they closed, the kids went to school, the storm came during the day, so they closed school early, but not early enough. So by the time the buses got out on the road, the roads were icy and dangerous and treacherous, and there were several bus accidents. You know, 2020, hindsight is 2020. Oh, we should have closed school. It's up here in Philadelphia. We were supposed to have a storm back in, I believe, December or January that they were calling Snowmageddon. 10, 15 inches, I believe, was the prediction. And I believe we ended up with three. And they closed school ahead of it. And then it turned out, you know, the next day it was so sunny out, most of the, the sun melted most of the snow. And people were like, you know, they closed school for this? This is crazy. You know, back in my day, they didn't close school for this. And you're right. If you went to school in Philadelphia, you remember we didn't get a lot of snow days. Yeah, I only remember, in all honesty, I went to I went to Philadelphia public school from first from kindergarten through uh, ninth grade, tenth grade. I'm sorry, and I only remember a handful of snow days in that entire time. While our wonderful superintendent, Doctor Constance Clayton, was in charge. The blizzard of 83, I believe, was one of those times. Those of you who grew up in Philadelphia around my age, you know what the blizzard of 83 was. And I believe those, I believe school was closed for a few days because of that. But, that, you know, it was a blizzard. I mean, there were double-digit inches and traffic wasn't moving. And it was, it would have been dangerous. So people, you know, now say, are we making our kids soft? From the snow days. Now, I am of the mindset that if the snow is coming overnight, as I said, and it's you either have an opening, a delayed opening, or you close. If the snow is going to start during the day and the kids are already at school, then you have an early dismissal. You don't have these kids trying to get home. You know, if it's going to start snowing, say, around noon, you don't dismiss kids at 3 o'clock and then it's been snowing for three hours and some of these kids are out in school buses, septic, whatever, and they're getting home 5, 6 o'clock when a ride would normally take them roughly an hour depending on where they live or they're walking home in the snow, you know, people having trouble stopping at, at intersections, things like that. Okay, you the timing is important with these storms. And, yeah, sometimes it was going to look stupid because you closed school and it didn't amount to what you thought. But... It's also the same as the people who, when a hurricane is coming, and they're not going to evacuate because it's not going to be that bad. And then the whole area where they live at is leveled or flooded by the hurricane, and they're stuck on a roof because they didn't want to leave. Well, I didn't think it was going to be that bad. But you don't know. So it's better to, you know, make the call and then say, oh, well, we made the wrong call and on the for safety, err on the side of caution than to not make that call and have to explain to parents why their children can't get home, why somebody got hurt, et cetera, et cetera. 
I heard people complain about the cold, saying that, you know, some school districts closed last week. The Archdiocese of Philadelphia closed. Some other districts closed last on the 20th of February because of the air temperature was so low in the morning. It was, you know, like two degrees in the morning with the wind chill was like minus 10, something like that. So they closed schools because they were like, this is, you know, this is dangerous cold, especially the Archdiocese. Some of their school buildings are centuries old. It takes forever to heat them up on a, on a good day. And, you know, to have some of these children standing out here. I mean, I've seen, I've, you know, on my way to work, I've seen kids standing outside waiting for buses. And some of them only have on hoodies, light jackets. Now, some of them do that because they think they're cool, especially the older kids. You know, we're not trying to wear my puffy coat because that's not cool. But some of those kids are out there because that's all they have. You know, so I hear people say, well, you know, again, back when we was in school, they ain't cold school because it was cold. Listen, back when we was in school, it never got this daggone cold. Not like this. I mean, wintertime. I mean, we live in, a, in Pennsylvania. We live in a temperate climate. So wintertime is cold. It's supposed to be cold. But if you look at the news, and the, 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 the average temperature in even January, the average temperature is 30-something degrees. But just cold. 32, 34 degrees is like the average temperature in January. In December, the average temperature is like 36 to 38. I mean, it's cold, but it's not freezing. In February, the average temperature is supposed to be 40 degrees. This this month of February, we, we averaged 20, between 29 and 30 degrees, 9 degrees below average. So it was cold. So we didn't have to experience these same things that you know that these kids went through. There was no polar vortex when we were in school. You know, like last year's polar vortex, when everybody talked about how cold that 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 cold snap where it never got above, you know, like twenty degrees, and people's pipes were bursting all over the place. We didn't have that when we were in school. So I'm not really sure you can you can equate the two and be like, listen, you know, we would have our parents would have made us go to school, and maybe they would have. Maybe they would have. I mean, yeah, we played football on the street in concrete, on concrete sometimes, tackling. That doesn't necessarily mean that we was tougher. We might have been even stupid. But I don't think erring on the side of caution is making our kids soft. We're making them soft in other ways, and this may be piling on in certain ways. Well, what do you mean by that? Well, we make them soft for one thing because we don't want them to take we don't want our children to accept consequences for anything they do. We don't want to tell them no. We don't want to hurt their feelings. Teachers can't use red pens. You can't discipline, you know, somebody's child without their parents saying, why would you say something to him? I mean, in my in my position as a truancy case manager, I hear this all the time. When my child got suspended, but nobody said nothing. Why would he even say something to him? But he did something wrong. But he had an excuse. There is no excuse. Okay, you had a reason, and you feel like you were justified, but it doesn't mean that it was okay. If I'm walking down the street and somebody bumps into me and doesn't say excuse me, I have a choice. I can grab that dude by the throat and choke slam him and be like, yo, don't ever bump into me again. 
I'm just going about my business. There are going to be consequences to both actions. If I choke and put my hands on this dude, I don't know if he's what he's carrying. I don't know if that's going to lead to him shooting at me or if me dropping him to the ground is going to have me get arrested for assault. But I do know that walking away is I'm going about my business, he's going about his. But we don't want our children to suffer consequences. We don't want them to follow the rules unless they benefit from the rules. That's how we're making them talk. Because when they hear no at school, you know, we don't tell them no at home. We give them whatever they want. Six, seven, eight-year-old kids walking around with $200 sneakers and Xbox and iPhones. iPhones. Seven, eight-year-old kids, sometimes younger, with their own phone which is bad enough, but it's an iPhone. It's a two, three, four hundred $400 phone. Some of, these, some of these kids that have them are in families where nobody works. Everybody's getting a check. Some type of public assistance and living in public housing, but you got an iPhone. So that government check that you get, instead of you using that to take care of your family, you know, get your family out of public housing, you're content with playing, paying that, that little bit of rent that they make you pay, but your kids look good. They got their Jordans, they got their iPhone, they got this, they got that. They can't read, they can't spell, they can't do math. They got no, they got behavior problems. They're all on some type of medication because you get, you know, you get good health benefits too. And they're missing school. You're not working. You got four or five different dudes coming through there. But as soon as they go to school and cut the fool and somebody say something, you want to know why they're picking on your child. That's how we're making them soft, not because we're giving them days off for snow, not because we're giving them days off because it's cold, not because we're giving them days off for you know, staff development. We say the teachers aren't good enough, so then we have staff development days so the teachers are supposed to be working on being better teachers. But you can't have staff development if the staff is working with the kids. So you got to get the kids a day off together and go through some trainings or whatever. So y'all can't have it both ways. That's how y'all making them soft. We get upset about snow days. Really? That's what you're upset about because the school was closed. Don't get upset because... Your child, your child is on his third teacher, and it's only February because the other teachers done quit because the school is out of control. Don't get upset because your kid don't have books. Don't get upset because, you know, the school was on the dangerous list just last year and on their way to being on that list once again. Don't get upset that, your kid goes to a school where 99.7% of the people in that school are people of color and there are no resources in that school. That is the only school in a neighborhood in like a 12-block radius. It's the only elementary school, middle school, high school, whatever, and that school is, is doing a disservice to the community. You're not mad about that. You're mad because every time you go up to the school with a problem, the principal doesn't drop everything she's doing to meet with you right then and there. You're mad because the lunchtime aide 
gave you, you know, told your child teacher that he was tripping, so now he got a lunch detention or an after school detention, and you mad because now you got to come get him, so you can't go, you know, with your name and get your hair done like you was planning on. You mad because there was a snow day, so he got to stay home, so now, you know, Mr. Jimmy can't come over. Because, you know, the kids was going to school, but Jimmy was coming over about, about 10, 11 o'clock, and y'all was going to kick it till about 2, 2.30, but the kids get out at 3. So he leaves about 2, 2.30, and you trying to clean yourself up, and then when the kids either walk in or you go get them, you smooth. So they done messed up your whole game plan because you're just going to get a couple of dollars from Mr. Jimmy. But now you got to rearrange that, that, that little, you know, foray. Damn, doggy, you are going a little hard on some people. Yeah, see, we worried about making the kids soft. So maybe somebody need to go hard at some of these things. The stuff that we worrying about. Again, I, I get it. If if you not being there, if you having to take off from work is going to hit you in the pocket because your kids have to stay home, I get why you wouldn't want a snow day. But then I also, again, ask the question, would you rather them go to school and get stuck somewhere trying to get to school or get hurt trying to get to school and get that phone call that you got to leave work because your child was in an accident because the roads near their school were so terrible or that your child hasn't even made it to school yet? Ring, hello, uh, excuse me, Mr. Johnson, uh, just calling to let you know, you know, your son has his son's out of school yet. It's 1130. If you're not coming, is he sick? What are you talking about? I, I, I put him on the bus first thing this morning. You got the school bus came, I put him on the bus. Well, Mr. Johnson, he's not here. In fact, none of the kids from his bus are here. And then you find out that the bus was in a, in a serious accident because of the weather. And now you're second-guessing yourself. Now you're upset. You're upset with the school. You're upset with the school bus. But the only person that you're not really going to be mad at until later is yourself. And you'll blame, you know, and then eventually you will blame yourself. And you will feel like a horrible parent and a horrible person. But you did what you thought was right. You sent him to school. I mean, I made an executive decision one day. I mean, we saw the weather, and I told I told my wife, I said, listen, if they don't close school, they're not going. And she looked at me funny, like, what do you mean they're not going? Like, they're not staying home. Like, listen, it is dangerous outside. And if they don't have at least a two-hour delay, they're not going. Both of them. Fortunately, you know, cooler heads prevailed or smarter heads prevailed, I guess I should say, and and both girls had the day off because their schools were closed. But I had already looked outside. I had already seen what was going on, and it was dangerous, and it was already 6 o'clock in the morning, and it was already bad outside. Not doing it. See, there are no do-overs with stuff like that. You don't get to, you know, you can't say, oh, we're going to let y'all come to school and then something bad happened. You don't get to just say, oops. My bad. Next time we'll get it right. Might not be a next time for a certain kid, depending on what happens. And I know that's the extreme, but let's face it, we live in a world of extremes now, and stuff that you never thought was going to happen is going down. 
I mean, every other week there's a teacher who was molesting their students or sleeping with their students. And there's so many women, man. Like, man, like, I, you know, you hear about that stuff and you automatically think it was a dude, but it's like women messing with their male students and, you know, some of the men messing with the female students, but that stuff we never expected. That was like a once in a, every couple of years, you know, the, the lady that was on the news back in whatever, back in Florida with the young boys, got pregnant. All right, then you ain't hear nothing about that for a long time. Now it seems like every other week or every month at least, another teacher is getting locked up for having sex with a student. So we never expected to see that kind of stuff. So to be like, you know, you're taking something to the extreme, so far nobody's gotten hurt. So you want to wait until somebody's child actually gets killed before you decide to, to, to err on the side of caution? And I always wonder how many people who say this stuff actually have kids. Because a lot of people who are saying this stuff, their kids are grown now. Well, my kids were young, but your kids aren't young anymore. Some of y'all got grandkids. And you say that your grandkids are the apple of your eye and you love them and this, that, and other thing. What would happen? How would you feel if something happened to them? Because somebody didn't make the right decision. So, I mean, I'm, 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 you can't win, obviously. You can't please everybody because if you close school, for snow, somebody's upset. If you don't close it, somebody will be upset. As an administrator, I you know, I'm I would err on the side of caution no matter what. And you can only go by the prediction and what you're seeing. And if you're an administrator and it's your call to make that, then you need to have your butt up, you know, snow's gonna start about four. All right, well I'm gonna be up at four. And I'm gonna watch the snow and I'm gonna go out there and I'm gonna see how bad it is and right around you know, I'm going to make that call as soon as I have to. When it becomes clear, listen, this is going to be bad. And I don't want nobody, not my teachers, not my, not my administrators, and certainly not the children that go to school to get hurt. Especially in Philadelphia, they already ain't got no money. All they need is for one lawsuit to pop up, a multi-billion dollar lawsuit class action lawsuit if there's more than one kid, you have all these families suing that they'll end up settling out of court anyway, so then you gotta give up some more money that you already don't have because you couldn't make a phone call. You know what? We're not we're not having school today. But then we again, as the community, as parents, as taxpayers, whatever, we are getting upset about snow days and days off because it's too cold and, you know, too many holidays and all that. We didn't have all those holidays when we were in school. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. The only difference is when we stayed home, our parents had something for us to do. They already planned for stuff for us to do. We had chores we had to do. Listen, you're going to be home for a week for Christmas. That room going to be spotless before you go back to school or before you do anything else. We took trips. We did this. I mean, we did stuff. We didn't just hang around. But if your kid's going to be home for two or three days because of the snow or for whatever, and all y'all going to do is sit in the house and play Xbox, yeah, I would be a little, wow, my goodness, I'm scum. So, again, if our kids are getting soft, we made them that way. But I don't think a snow day here and there, staying, you know, closing school because of, of dangerous wind chills, 
or the, some of the other reasons that they closed schools. Some schools had to close because they didn't have heat at all. Not even dangerous, but imagine being in a school building that's been closed all weekend, and then you come to school on Monday, and the temperatures all weekend were below freezing, and the temperature the day that you go to school is below freezing, and there's no heat in the building. What child is going to be able to pay attention to having to wear coat, gloves, and hat in school? Think about it, baby. That's all I'm saying. See both sides. See all three sides. I have many sides to the argument. Look at it. If you don't have kids, think about how you would feel if you do. If you do have kids, think about how you would feel if something happened to your kid. Can't please everybody. But you can damn sure <laughs> the best decision based on the information you have and then let it rock. It couldn't be me. I'd be on the news saying, as the superintendent, listen, this is what we had to do. It ain't costing nobody no money. It ain't causing nobody to be hurt. That's all the time I got, people. Thank you for listening. Appreciate your time. Like I said, I hope we can get more shows together now that some things have been taken care of. The yard is closed. Please shut my gate on the way out. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.